0: Hey guys, welcome to the Afterlap. That's saving the podcast. You probably didn't know that. I, I knew. I had, I had an idea. <laughs> this is Jared Freed here, everyone. How you doing, man? Good. Great to be here, man. Thank you for having me. I'm glad me. you're here. It was very weird. This is. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like uh, serendipity
1: or karma or all that, but I texted Jared, Jared. Dude, that was the most curb moment ever. Curb? Curb your enthusiasm. That was the first thing that came to mind. Because I had just got done taping a so, this is all getting kind of weird. I got here last night. Yeah. I go to, a, uh, I had nothing to do, so I'm like, but I'm jet lag and I want to stay up until like, well you know I want to stay up go to my my dad's big thing is like go to bed when the people do in the town you're at, <laughs> so that was like his advice. So like yeah. I'm like okay I want to watch the Patriots game. I'll get something to eat. Go to bed. I go to this bar that's like under my hotel. I'm like hey uh, and I see. Another comic, uh, Jacqueline, Jackie Marfuji. Jackie Marfuji. And she's the bartender. But then we just, I didn't know she was a comic. We just started organically talking. She's like, I, I was like, yeah, I just flew so in. You were flirting with her. And then she found she was a comic. And you're like, oh, <laughs> God damn. It. No, no, no. <laughs> no I, I, I'm just like, we were just, you know, yeah, talking, yeah. whatever. And I'm yeah. alone. So, whatever. So we started, you know, she's like, uh, you look like you flew in. You're not from here, are you? I'm like, I'm from, I just flew in. She starts telling me about that she just came from the Sopranos con. And I was like, what were you doing there? She's telling me that she did stand up at it. I'm like, Oh, oh I, God. and then uh, I'm like, she's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm actually a con, you know, you get into that. And it's like, and so we start talking, we're having a nice conversation. She's like, come do my podcast tomorrow. I'm like, great. So we do her podcast at her place. And I turn off my phone just like I did now, airplane mode. And then I get done and I have like 15 texts, like, you know, Mr. Popularity, yeah. and then you're one of the tech. I kind of like look through the names, and I go boom, 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 and I go okay. My plan was to go sit somewhere <laughs> oh, and I go through my phone. I see Kurt, because the appearances. Yes. he ignored my text exactly, and then I saw you. Because <laughs> oh, so okay. I, what I do is I love my phone. I'm cl- I'm very admittedly addicted. Yes. to my phone. So, but I, you know, to me, I'm like, what's better? Then that when you turn your phone off and then you're like, no, I'm going to save the little treasure trove unpacking that I'm going to do when I, you know, so I like was saving it for when I ate. But I saw your name. I saw at the beginning, you know, you could see the first line. I'm like, all right, podcast name. Okay, I'll get to it. So then I walk up to, to, uh, what's that area? Well, I I walk up to CVS. I was going to get a RX bar because I'm trying to like eat little meals. Couldn't find one at, I'm like sitting at CVS. And I'm like, uh, and I'm doing this whole thing. I'm like, they don't—they have Lara bars. They have the perfect bar. I don't know if it's good. A dietitian told me, a nutritionist, sorry, dietitians out there, they don't like that name, uh, was like, RX bars is a really great. She was like, that's the one to get. That's the one that I encourage my, so I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know which one to get. I was going to send her a picture to be like, which one's better. <laughs> then I'm like, fuck this, Jared. You can go fucking eat a meal. Then I'm in, in my head. I'm going, what's, he-? so I type in a Google maps, healthy, healthy food near food. me. That's where Veggie what's Veggie it, Grill, well, Plug City Veggie Grill, give you know, build some free oh, shit. yeah, we should get we should get them as sponsors. So, so I'm like Veggie Grill. I'm like, so I look at the. That's why. So then I, so I look at the menu. I'm like, oh, is it a vegan place? And then I see burgers. I'm like, oh, they gave up on vegan. They probably weren't making any money. And yeah. then I, I'm like, well, this looks good enough. And I'm like, Jared have a meal stop being a fucking piece of shit body conscious idiot you can have a meal and then be healthy the rest of the day you'll have the rx bar later that you brought with you so i'm having this like out of body (laughs) fucking anxiety induced moment of like what to eat what to be healthy with i drank last night i said i wouldn't drink then i walk into veggie world or veggie con or whatever the (laughs) fuck it's called and i look at you and i'm like holy fuck the guy who I just ignored he's gonna think that I'm ducking him which I'm (laughs) not and I'm like I'm like so I quickly I'm trying to like I wanted to let you know like I saw the text I was gonna get back to you and then you're like hey you're vegan and I'm like no I'm not fucking vegan you're like this is a vegan I was like Oh my god! And I was like, of all the things. So like, and then you're like, wait, that
0: burger's here. I'm like, yeah.
1: You're like, but there's meat. Yeah. I go, it's chicken with a backwards K and no E. Yeah. In quotation yeah. marks. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, but it was such a funny thing because I I told my brother what had happened, like I explained to him, and my brother was like, that's curb. That's an because the curb version of that is like you go, you are ducking me, like you yeah. immediately give me shit, and I'm like, I, so I'm like, because curb is basically. Every yes, asshole yeah, sure. you encounter has is an asshole out loud is kinda yeah. how I see the show. Yeah. And it's like you were I was thinking, I was like, maybe he thinks I'm I was like, I'm definitely doing this podcast. I wanna do the podcast. I'm <laughs> I'm here. I wanna figure it out. And then you're like, Well what time can you do? And I'm like I'm like, well, I got things that, set. And I'm like trying to do a schedule. For- I had no like, you know, you know, a text. You can write your own script. You can sound however you want. Now I'm yeah. like, okay. Now you're you pro- trapped. Now, now I'm trapped. I'm like, I got to fucking do this thing. No, but I obviously <laughs> wanted to. But he thinks I'm trapped. You know, you're doing that. What does he think that I think? And I'm like, man, I sat down and I, then I get to my phone. I'm like, man, that was fucking hilarious. And I, I, I was like, what a weird... 20 minutes that was, and now I'm here. I'm in the backyard. I say,
0: y- your brain fires about 5,000 times faster than mine because <laughs> because all I thought was like, oh, there's Jerry. I just texted him. Hey, man, how you doing? How you, yeah. <laughs> you want to do my podcast? Yeah, oh, you can't. And I like leave. I don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And I'm sitting there like retracing the whole thing. I'm like, we got to talk about this on the podcast so I can let him know that I wanted to do it. Like I, I had this whole thing. It was, but it is funny how. Literally, I'm like, holy fuck, you're right here. And I told him, my brother was like, that is an episode right there. That's a whole thing. Yeah, because when he first said that, I was like, why, why do you mean Curb? What? There's nothing Curb about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have I played into it. The way it plays out. Play, <laughs> it plays out in Curb world differently, but it's the same beats of like, like I can imagine yeah. Larry being like, okay, you're going to walk in, you just think I ducked your text. You know, like that would be, <laughs> you know what the Curb thing I've done the
0: most? I've done the accidental text on purpose. I've definitely uh, done that before.
1: Oh, you have. Oh, see, yeah. I always thought that was like one of those like... Urban myths? Urban, <laughs> I thought that was like something on the show that he was like inventing. Like I didn't think people... You know what I mean? You know sometimes you see no. something on a show and you go... Uh, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. And no. I, that, but you do it. I, I have done it before and I think it's been done to me before. Mm. You know what I mean? I had, I kind of had someone do that to me today. Really? No, You know what they did? The... When are you coming to LA? Knowing I'm in LA, yeah, and I'm like, uh, and I was like, ah, because then I retraced it back. I was like, oh, they know I'm here. Yeah, like hey, popular guy, man. Yeah, that's like right. <laughs> so uh, Jerry, I think I kind of, I think we kind of
0: started around the same time in New York. No, dude, no. I remember meeting you. I
1: don't really? know if you remember this. I don't know if I do. I do. You were you were hosting at the Laugh Factory here, here. Dude, this is like a crazy, I go way back with you. I just started and I, you, um. What year was this? I started in 2010. Oh my God, yeah. I started way before you. I started 2005. So I remember coming, um, I was making my first big, I was going to go to LA to see what comedy's like out here. Yeah. It was after 2010. It must have been like, I was like, I'm going to pay my own trip. I'll go check it out. Yeah. Um, see what it's like. Like it was basically like I was doing, being a comedy tourist, which. Yeah. I actually think it's a good idea for any comic that can do it. If you're Absolutely. like if you're like in LA, go to New York. Go do the open mics. Go see what it's like. Go, you know, fucking taste it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I did that. I had friends that lived here um, that lived in Manhattan Beach, all my fraternity brothers, like oh, that's right. fucking like real estate guys not doing this <laughs> at all, which is like the perfect people to stay Absolutely. with.
0: Absolutely. You can
1: kind of yeah. like dip in, dip out of it. You don't have to yeah. feel like it's like you're you're a nothing. <laughs> you yeah. know, like which which to me, I don't know, I, 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 LA makes me feel very if I'm like doing nothing I'm a nothing I, don't, yes. I, I have that feeling here that's why everyone me- here has a podcast yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to feel like they're working yes in, in New York you can very easily convince yourself you're doing something when yeah. you're doing nothing because you're surviving which is enough in New York exactly and the, and the, and the streets are moving around you just, yeah. the, just the energy of the city and that's such a hokey yes. thing to say
0: But also I- New York New York is a finance oriented city mostly mm. it's not an entertainment yep. city uh, absolutely so when you're in it you're kind of cool being an Artist yes, and comic. Absolutely. But when you're in LA, first of all, everyone rolls their it's eyes cool at you. To, It's cool to be a comic in LA. If you're just an actor in LA, you're okay. a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Unless you're on a series. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, if you're yeah, just yeah. an actor clogging up the 405 sure. auditioning for shit, you know,
1: fuck yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. By the way, that
0: was me for like the first five years I <laughs> but out here.
1: You know what? It's it is that you're totally right because in New York it's like, wow, they're like well, there's a second question. You know, in New York, you go, I do stand up, and they go. What, how did you get into that? What? 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 Where do you do it? They, they, there's a second question. Here, there's no second question. Ah, my cousin does that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know a guy. Yeah. 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 I, you know, it's always it leads to a, a comment, not a yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you could totally they're, they're totally uninterested. Yeah. Un- and you're like, oh, I'm just a loser. You know, I'm just anybody. I'm just yeah. your cousin. You know, that's
0: true because everyone knows someone who does stand up in L.A.
1: Yeah. And New they- York has that only a tinge of it because there's clubs there. Yeah. But. Not like here. It's no, totally no. different.
0: I would say if you go to New York you ask like a hundred people, maybe like five of them, like either do it or know someone who does yeah. it. You know what I mean? But and LA, especially like women everyone.
1: women here will be like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And then in New York they're like, Oh, you yeah. do you don't do the normal finance thing? Like, you know, it's yeah. like a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I think so. By the way, there's a term I
0: just heard for the first time, bikini comic. Have you heard of bikini bikini comic? Bikini Uh, comic. Apparently, that's something that's in LA that exists. Bikini comics. Is it like a hot comic? There's a new wave of bikini comics who are basically like hot, young, female comics who are getting tons of stage time at places, let's say, like hypothetically, like the store. Yeah. Because of how they look (laughs) in a bikini.
1: Well, don't you think that's happened throughout the history of time? Like hot people in general. You you don't see hot homeless. Like. Everyone's going to help a hot person.
0: Yeah, it's true. Although every homeless person has a great head of hair, which I've always been flummoxed by.
1: That You do see that, and sometimes you think it's because of maybe the sun. A lot of. Oh, they like, get a lot <laughs> of, <nutrients laughs> of vitamin D whatever, B, and vitamin
0: D, whatever it be. And they usually have abs, too. They usually have like Dude, six packs and shit.
1: That I, I can't believe the homeless diet hasn't hit L.A. Like I can't believe that hasn't – I guess it would be offensive, but I, I guess it – I I can't believe there isn't a woman being like, I eat rocks every day and bugs and other people's feces. Yeah. And you do a little meth, just enough meth to yes. get you going. All right. I want to hear – so you came in so to laugh at me. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to do – so I'm like, thing. listen, so I'm going to like go taste LA comedy. That's yeah. that's how I'll describe it. And staying with my buddies in Manhattan Beach, we're partying, having a good time. Then I'm like, my buddy was like, worked in like real estate and he was like, I'll drive you to the fucking open mics. I'll drive you around. I'll go see what this wait, fucking wait, looks like. Wait, wait, real quick. Where do you go to school? Where I do went you go? to Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. Okay. And, then and so all your York. buddies were in finance? They're all Penn State fucking like, Penn State yeah. is like, it's not so... Some people were like, "Ooh, Penn State," and I think I know they think it's Penn. Uh, yeah. It's not. It's the party school, but it's like all sales guys. Like anyone who go, you know, like I, the Sandusky thing, not to like bring us down a child pedophilia, you know, road. But I everyone already thought, like, thought that when you brought <laughs> Penn State. <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. sure. <laughs> so the one of the heartbreaking things, other than the obvious heartbreaking things, is that you have like very like congenial bros and women that are like. Shake your hand, have a beer, type of people that go to yeah. Penn State that all of a sudden are like first topic conversation is pedophilia, like, <laughs> like, like, so like everybody that went to Penn State, there's engineering school, but like, yeah, you know, you don't hang out with those people. They are fucking doing their own thing. They're like <laughs> I was in school, an engineer. Okay. Yeah, 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 they're doing. their in school a thousand hours a week. Yeah, but the people I hung out with, like everyone was there to like everyone that liked Penn State football, Penn State party, and Penn State school, is like shake your hand, look you in the eye, have yeah. a beer, and you're sure. like. So, like, all my guys are like that. And, yeah. you know, our, you know when I started comedy, they're like, it wasn't like, none of them told me to go do comedy. Yeah. They were all like, we were all just busting balls. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to go bust balls? Okay, yeah. cool. You oh, know, we'll, like, we'll come. We'll come yeah, watch. Yeah, 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 we'll come see what that is. So... Yeah. Um, I'm gonna come stay with them, hang out, go to open mics. My buddies drive me to open mics, and I. So I used to work selling life insurance, and the um, one thing about life insurance is like they're very good at teaching you connect things. Yeah, figure it out, figure out a way to get in front of people. And I met this guy through my brother was his camp counselor, this, uh, his son's camp counselor. He was like, oh, this guy is like in in not comedy, but he's in sports and uh, creative. He's just a good guy to meet. So I would always introduce myself to people, and be like, hey, I want some advice. Maybe your version. Maybe you know someone that knows someone that knows someone. So yeah. this guy happened to know um, the owner, Jamie Masada. Jamie Masada. Uh-huh. He goes, you got to meet Jamie. He's a great guy. Go, you know, introduce yourself. So he puts us in contact, and I'm like. Hey man, I'd love to like come do whatever. Like I, I, I just want to like get in front of you, like because you know he's like this guy's a you know helps comics, you know. And then, and I'm like okay, cool. And and I email him and I send like a perfect like I've always been pretty professional with that stuff. Hey, just wanted to reach out. I and then following up and then finally he's like, yeah, come do this night or whatever this night was yeah. and you were hosting. Oh, wow. And I w- brought all my friends that were here. So they I, brought you up, I brought you up on stage? I think you did. I'm almost positive you did. I'm 95% sure. And you were very nice. You were yes. very cool. Um, I'm like, this guy's hilarious. Like I, I, I was an immediate fan. I'm like, oh, look at a happy comic, which is always nice to see. You, yeah. You're happy on stage. You weren't like a miserable dude. Yeah, I <laughs> like, fucking hate my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, I remember they put me on. <laughs> it's funny the expectation versus reality. Like I'm like I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna do my 20 minute set. <laughs> it's like and you, you I mean, had 20 minutes already. No, you, oh, but okay. I'm like in my mind. Okay. And Jamie's like yeah, he's like nice to meet you. Go do five in between the shows. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went on in between the it eight. It was a weekend show probably. And right? the 10 o'clock show. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it was a Sunday.
0: It was probably I, usually the what. Jamie would do, yeah, is he would put people on after, like between the ten and the twelve okay. on a Friday or Saturday, and people would have to follow like Dane Cook back in the day or like it, whoever it was. It, it for wasn't five fun.
1: Yes, it, it was. I definitely wasn't ready for that type of spot. Did he see you? He, I think he saw me. He was nice, yeah, and then went on my way. And I was, you know, visibly disappointed <laughs> with the whole experience. I was like, run it back a thousand times. I think my friend taped it for me from the crowd, but yeah, that was my. Uh, experience with it and it was I mean it was uh, I, I, looking back like but I remember meeting you and then I remember I met him or reached out to you or something like that huh. and um but then you moved to New York yeah and that's when yeah. like I I really met you and uh yeah that's kind of the story I but I, I I remember it's funny when you like you you have these like memories like I probably don't I don't remember like a bunch that was probably my Third year, second yeah. year in comedy, so like I don't remember much from the like. Now it's weird to look back that,
0: yeah, you yeah, know, over exactly. the time.
1: But like you have moments that stand out. That's a moment that stands out for That's me. You know, it's because I always
0: think about when people go, "I met you," because it happens a long time. You you never think. I mean, you of know, course. same thing with you. People you meet all the time, and then you never. I, I like to think that I'm I'm pretty nice and I don't I don't like to shit on people. But like you never, like what if I'm in a bad mood, dude? So whenever I, you say like I met you, and you're nice. But I'm like i oh, good because because I'm always worried. You hear the story about like Shaq and Kobe? Like there was like Shaq was slighted by David Robinson, okay. Kobe was slayed by Penny Hardaway. Okay, just like hey man, what? and then like the rest of their critics are like I'm gonna fucking destroy that guy. Yeah, for the that, rest of their life. You know
1: what's interesting about that when you said yes, I was nice. I I understand what you're saying completely because you're going on your goals that night and i think when you first start comedy you don't realize the goals of everyone in the room is different no one has you think everyone has your goals yeah. so you meet someone like you you're dealing with you know you're you said you started in 2005 so let's say it's 2012 you're dealing with 7 year comedy shit you know, like I don't know what that is. I have no idea. It's like it's like did this woman know that I invited this woman? That's usually what that's <laughs> and, and you're doing club time in LA weekend, you know, club time and I'm like, you know, I I'm but I've I've hosted like New Talent Night at Gotham, yeah, where everyone does four minute spots, and I've been annoyed to be doing that, and I have to bring up thirty people, and they let you do ten minutes at the front, and no time in between anyone. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Come on, come on, come on, <laughs> we have another show," and it's like, and then some guy comes up to me and goes, "Yeah, it's it's Dave, uh, <laughs> the barber from Staten Island, winner of the Staten Island um, the International <laughs> Nights of Columbus, you know, <laughs> comedy festival," and he's t- and I'm going, "No, you're Dave." <laughs> Is next. That's it. Like, like that guy just came up to me and I'm like, and then the next person could be like future whoever. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, nice to meet you. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know, like you don't know. Yeah. You never, you never know. And it's like, and then also it's like, I also don't like those people that are like, you gotta be nice. that You don't know. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even like saying that cause I don't really act that way. I don't sit yeah. there going. Who who can I shake down in the future? Like that's not how I live my life. Like, that's why I have my own podcast. That's why I've written shit for myself. That's yeah. why I've created things on my own. Is because I don't want to sit there and go, well, hopefully friend A fucking breaks through. So I my loser ass can I will figure out how to was, open for them. Are, are there any Are there any people that you
0: kind of were coming up with where you go? Not not in like a Machiavellian way, but you're like, man, I should just been a little bit tighter with this person. <laughs> no. Just a little like <laughs> No, cuz I didn't
1: I didn't do this to work for anybody. I know, no, but I you did know this what to I be mean? my like, own boss. Man, I I only
0: like you know there are people who are like rolling, coming up with like Chappelle and they're like, man, sure. if I only
1: You see how you know like that's one of those things is like you see people who have had that like as a you know as their career like way down the line. I'm like I I'm like, wow, that like But that's a nice career they've had based off this, you know, this great moment of timing. Yeah, you do have. I do have that. I don't like where I'm like, wow, that would be nice to have such a career. Yeah, and and I think they would have a career anyways, not because. But what a nice timing thing for them. I do think that way. Like where I'm like, good for the. You know, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, (laughs) like I, I like. But I also think people might say that like when I like people who follow me. Would you know, might follow me because of like I give dating advice on a podcast and I say I do stand up and they're like, Yeah, 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 give me the advice, idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're like, They like me for that. And then they hear that like I, I've i opened for blankety blank and they go, Oh, they know each other. Like it's almost like the yeah. Jetsons meet the Flintstones for them. Like they're like, Oh, these <laughs> worlds interact, you yeah. know? So I could understand that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I do want to say something. Uh, and this is a good reason why I have this podcast is a lot of people who. I don't get a chance to say things to, and I am my... Po- I get- so, wh- I remember when I started watching you come up, I remember thinking you were good, and then there was a point a couple years in where I watched you, and you blew me away, man. Oh, dude, thank you, man. And I was I like, this guy's that. brain is fucking... I mean, you could tell from listening to the podcast. <laughs> 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 I was like, this guy's... he's he's, And I could tell that you were working hard, and thank that you, you were really, really crafting your material, because I think something that, that I've... The people have thought of me or prejudged me, or whatever. They kind of go, "Oh, you're like a frat douche, dude." You I know what believe, I
1: mean? Are you kidding me? You're sitting next to the guy who got it. The next, yeah, the next guy who got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I understand. So, that.
0: so, and I think that, and then people go, "Oh, well, I thought you were going to be like this typical frat guy, mm-hmm. and then you weren't." So, I think probably I suffered from going like, "Oh, he, he's like another guy who's of the sort of like post Dane Cook sure. like dude genre <laughs> thing." Yeah, and then, then. Like a few years in, I was kind of like, Jesus Christ, this guy's fucking killing it. And then, in terms of your popularity and your quote unquote fame, shall we say? Yeah, right. um, (laughs) But but I felt like that also sort of had a huge jump in the past. Now, is that because of your
1: podcast or just from the the, the, so the the Bachelor? I mean, Bachelor. Yeah. What what happened? I don't know. I do a lot of like I like doing this. So like I like doing, but I like doing different things. So like. I'm always just trying to find another thing to have fun with. And I really appreciate you saying that. That means a lot to me. And I, the, the idea of, like, the people sort of following because I was doing the podcast. You've been on it. Yeah. Um, and that used to be that I've always – I did understand the idea of leveraging. But I always would try to leverage, like like, when I first started, like, being a blogger was a like kind of a punchline <laughs> yeah. like like oh you're going to start your blog like and I didn't want to do that so I would give away a lot of material to people I kind of was I jumped really quickly on the whole content you know now that's yeah. like a big buzzword but I I was always like I'll, I understood content as uh As a a, uh, commodity, like where you could be like, hey, I'll give you this. And I did. So there were these websites out there, like, you know, famously, it's Barstool. But then there's like Bro Bible, Total Frat Move, Weekly World News, uh, Guy, you know, Guy, whatever those sites were. And that, you know, Betches, which is now one that I work closely with. um, And I was like, so I was approaching them being like, hey, I want to write something for you every week. In exchange for retweets and Instagram posts, and then when Instagram became big, yeah. Instagram posts. So I was doing that like every week since I started, and then I was like, I want I love podcasts, I listened to a lot of them. Uh, from when they first kind of started, like I was really like, Do you remember the first one that you listened to that you were? I feel like a lot of people was Marin for a lot of people, not Marin. Um, but I that was in the the queue, but it, that was I, I'm a, always like a guest dependent Marin guy, yeah. Um, but I I love sports radio I love sports yeah. talk radio So I used to listen to WEI Growing up in Boston Every With my dad in the car Like that's what We, we didn't listen to music Like I don't I, It's insane to say I don't like music But I'm not a, I, I'm I'm not a saying, music guy I'm wait In guy. my car
0: I don't listen to music When people are like Hey what do you want to listen to
1: On a four hour drive I'm like not your fucking Yeah Bob shit. Yeah, music so I can be trapped with my own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. Um, I wanted someone else's thoughts being spit into my ear. Yes. So, and then I wanted to agree and disagree with them. So I, yeah, I would listen to the sports talk and that was like my thing. And then like I really, and like I loved Howard Stern for a long time. And then I, um, uh, <laughs> And then like Corolla, I love his podcast when it was first coming out, when it would come out in 15 minute increments, I was downloading it at the beginning of the day yeah. to listen in the gym later in the day. So like I was early on him. So I always knew I wanted to start a podcast and then Total Frat Move was a website I was writing for. So I was like, hey, I'll... Asked them if not, I want to do them. For the, I was like, "Do you guys want to?" Po- I would love to do a podcast for you guys, and they were like, "What's a podcast?" I was like, "Perfect." You know, so yeah. that's kind of how the with the first initial listeners. So I started the TFM podcast, and then I asked for emails, and people would send their emails asking for advice, like kind of. So
0: was your podcast always a dating no, advice podcast? It was it just sort of evolved into
1: that. It evolved into that because I, but pretty early because I was writing for Total Frat Move, so I had a lot of trust with their readers, yeah. and then I was like let's make fun of stuff on the site. Started making fun of stuff on the site and then we'll do new emails and emails at the end. And then yeah. I gave out the email and I started getting asked questions in the emails. And then we got so many emails, I was like, okay, this is the show. And so uh-huh. now we take emails and give advice. It doesn't have to, most of them were dating. And when it was TFM, it was a lot of dudes being like, I am at this chick, how do I fuck her? <laughs> like they yeah. weren't very interesting. So you'd have to find good guests. So I brought yeah. in guests, comics, yeah. and introduced them to the comics. And then TFM was like, caught on to podcasts They're like we want our name back okay take it I'll take the the feed and I was I had a good base of listeners and it was the J Train podcast and what I noticed was a wh- whenever I had female guests it was killer and it was killing it was doing great and why why is that because more women would listen and then more women liked it yeah and women liked the honest conversation between mm, between just unjudged and comics are not very judgmental when it comes to like subjects about that are just about like dating there, and sex dating and sex. And like I think it was refreshing to hear that type of like okay. oh we're not getting like this this dude who's saying things that aren't easy to say yeah in front of your like girlfriend isn't getting crushed for them. Th- yes. These are two people laughing about it. So then started doing that and then Betches uh the media company I've had them on my show a lot and they were like we want to start a podcast. I helped them like get in contact with people and then they're like we want to start a new podcast called You Up where we have the guy and girl perspective and Jordana Abraham is the co-host and she's one of the betches and we we started like two and a half years ago and since then like Mm. the response like then that like basically that's all women is they have a very strong female following and this is right up their alley like and it's up my alley I love doing it but it's like women men they like dating and I mean I think they I have guys that like the show but like women really like it and they i think they like yeah. the brand of honesty that we're so do you out. think
0: because i remember when i did your podcast um there was there was definitely like there was an energy that you put into the podcast of yeah. like i'm a fucking dude sure and unless you've you know there's a lot of like dressing down people who are saying the emails that was part of the fun <laughs> yeah, of it yeah, yeah, yeah so i imagine with you up is probably a little bit softer no, or is it the same i thing? think
1: i've gotten better at it yeah i've gotten better at like communicating you know making fun of something while also not making someone hate me. Yeah. You know, so like I I, like a lot of times we read emails that I completely disagree with and I'll go, I love you for writing it. I love everything (laughs) about your email. Yeah. I love your honesty. I love that you listen to the show. Now I'm going to crush you. Yeah. And And I (laughs) I think a lot of people want to be crushed too. Yeah. And they want to hear, and especially with someone who writes such a disagreeable email. Yeah. A lot of times the emails are doesn't, that's not all the time, but like when it is something I disagree with that much. And their perspective, I it's someone that usually doesn't listen in general. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they do a lot of like chirping. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, okay, here's the first time you can't speak back to someone who's going to give you advice. Yeah. And it's real advice. Yeah. And that's the, the other thing. I think with my podcast and You Up, it's really about advice first and I'll be funny when it comes. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not like looking to like crack jokes on people who wrote it. And like like they ask really serious questions. I get DMs. I get 100 a day. And it's all dating questions. I had a I started Patreon. You know, everyone's got Patreon now. Like this is like a thing. But Patreon, part of it's an advice. You can pay 10 bucks a month to like send your questions. It's like that had to happen just to free up time. Wow. Because people like I just had a girl, I won't go to it, but she was like, Don't read it on the show. And I'm I'm not gonna read it. I, I respect that. And I never give out names. I never Yeah, yeah. I'm always I, I protect I've been I think that's why people send it and they know I never give that stuff out. Yeah. But she did say she doesn't follow me. She DM me and on the premise that she had heard that I help women through these things, and I'm like, "That's crazy. That's not what I'm trying to do. Help, help you through what things?" I, that I'll be honest with with the, just the way she framed it uh-huh. was so interesting to me. Like, first of all, I'm not I'm not a professional. <laughs> I'm just a dude who's acting as your big brother, yeah and, yeah, and being like and listening and not and being honest with you. And it's so interesting to me that she's like. I don't want to follow your account. I just heard that you do this. Yeah, like, it's like it's almost like going to the 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 wizard, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like, like I was, I've heard that this is yeah. where you go to hear about a dude who you know farts all the time and <laughs> why he wants to fuck you. Like, I, I you know, like, yeah. and that to me is bizarre. Yeah, I don't, and I think the worst people to give advice are the ones who want to give advice. I don't. I just want to be funny about shit. Like, I, yeah, and I do think it's interesting to talk these things out, but I. I don't like relish and like, yeah, that's right. I told you. <laughs>
0: Have you had any like weird moments where you, you gave advice to someone, maybe you're being flippant and you got feedback that like, <laughs> like crushed you. Like, Hey man, you told me to do this with this
1: girl no. <laughs> and, I, and she spit my face you know, <laughs> and I'm going to kill myself. You know, I, I hope to God that never happens. <laughs> knock on wood. But I, I, I like to think I, I don't give advice in that way. Yeah. I, when I, I get a question, um, I give a, perspective of like here's what happened when i was in the situation here's how i felt here's the anxieties i have had just like talking to you about seeing you at the veggie (laughs) mart you know like i i those are that's exactly how i would tell a story that would relate to someone's email so at least they can hear they're not alone in the anxieties that they have and then i would do that and then i would be like here's how you play it to find out the answer yourself like a lot of women will be like hey, he hasn't texted me for a few days. Uh, does he like me? And I'll be like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. Guys get distracted. Like, yeah, that, I think that's a tough thing in this day and age. Like, my girlfriend and I, we got another year and a half when we first started dating. She was like, she texted me like, hey, I'm willing to go out. What the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm willing to go out with you too. Like, I'm just too busy swiping, you know, like I'm I'm too busy looking at my phone at hot face after hot face, (laughs) deciding if I'll have them or not as if I'm fucking anything, you know, so I, I, so I say to them, I go, I don't know. I, I don't know if he likes you, but what I do know is that you want to be taken out. That's what you want. Yeah. So, Hey, uh, haven't seen you in a bit. Would love to go out and get drinks. Let me know, uh, when you're free, let's make it happen. At yeah. that point you've given him the hammer, the wood and the nails. He yeah. can build the house. He can build the date. Yeah. Um he either says yes or no. If he he either makes a plan or he doesn't. Not yes or no. Makes a plan or doesn't. If he builds the house, go fucking live in that house. Go make it the date. Go have a drink. Yeah. If he doesn't, you say no problem, let me know when. And yeah. then you're done texting this person. Yes. And that's your answer. You move on. You can't make this a personal thing. It's so funny to say that dating isn't personal, but in the beginning it isn't. It really isn't. It's not. It's you versus time, you versus my couch, you versus the last girl that I dated, you versus the next one that I want to date. So it's not about you, though. It's about... My energy, my insecurities, my, you know.
0: I always feel like it's kind of like a job interview where, like, you go in for a job, like, hey, this is what I can offer. And the person's like, this is what I want in my job. Yeah. Well, this doesn't work. Nice to meet you. Sure. Move on. And
1: most of the people, most of the guys are there on the first date to fuck you. A hundred percent. So, like, their goals, they're not (laughs) thinking of, like, could I marry this person? They're thinking, could I get into bed with this person? And, listen, that's the animalistic nature of men. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not, like... (laughs) I'm not giving, you know, I'm not letting people off the hook that are assholes. Yeah. But understand, like that's just, you know, what you what. That's the animal you're dealing with. Don't yeah. go to a, don't don't go to a fight with a tiger, <laughs> and, and and bring cat food. Like that's not. <laughs> like, you're gonna be fine. Or don't bring ve- veggie grill. Yeah, yeah the veggie mart.
0: <laughs> now, one thing I, I know you have to go soon. I I feel bad because I don't. Don't want feel to be, bad at all. I, oh wait, we're we're doing okay. We're good. Oh good. What are we at? Oh no, we're fine. We're fine. Dude, no, we're, we're totally fine. fine. Good, good. I was a little bit worried. Don't be uh, worried. Um, have you been? Have you been a part of any? Because uh, I think this would be a goal of yours if you haven't had it. Have you been a part of any like weddings have happened because of your? So broadcast? I've gotten
1: sent invitations to weddings. I've gotten sent last. I was in Alabama this past weekend. Uh, I had a couple come. The guy and like they're making it more than it is. The guy was like, "You're the reason I'm here with my wife." That's amazing, and I which is. Such a nice, I mean, compliment. what's better than that? Nothing, nothing in the yeah. world. I know it's not, you know, like I don't walk around being like, yeah, <laughs> that's right, idiots. I'm the reason. Like, I know it's, I just gave, you know, to me, I probably gave him some sort of balls where he saw my anxieties matched his anxieties, yeah. and that's why he pulled the trigger on asking a girl out, or that's he, he f- was less dumb on Tinder, you know, like, I, you know. It, it was very nice. I, yeah. I And I was like, and they're at the show. They'll be at the next show. They'll be at the third show. And she's sitting there. We took a picture together. And she's like, you know what? We listen together all the time. That's what I like the most when couples listen together. And they, yeah. they now they can talk a little bit more. We have yeah. couples that come to live shows. They break up the next day. Like the live shows are insane. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. So what, what, so, what are the live shows like? We do. Um, so I did a live podcast for J Train. I hated it. I, it just what I love stand up. So tell me, so what was that look like? You're at a theater. So it started where I would just go up and answer questions, and then I was like, maybe just you audience, by yourself on stage with a guest, and okay. and then I would try and get them to like people in the audience to send in their you know put stand up and ask their questions. It sucked. It had no energy. It it yeah. wasn't stand up, and yeah. I love stand up. You know, like you with stand up, you know the beats. Joke one, two, three, four. Yes, yeah. no. Yes, no. Maybe a little bit. You know. With a podcast show, I don't know if you've ever been to one or you've had one for this. I've heard one, but I haven't had one for this in no. Most of them suck. Yeah. Because it's it's four people at a table, for some reason, that do stand up, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're at a table like they're fucking... Like, like, <laughs> like the professors or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, they change the whole thing. And it's just the podcast. Why would I pay money to go to that show? I, yeah. I don't get that. So I started pl- making it, trying to work out bits... That would be like I would want to see on a TV show. Sure. So I started doing dating app makeovers. That was the first one where people would send me pictures of their dating app <laughs> profile. I'd bring them on stage and I would put it up on a big screen and I would go pen to paper like John Madden. Like, here's something I would do. Here's what you, know, you look like. So it's fun. The visual's there. The punchline, set up punchline's there. It yeah. fucking adds. Me- so I had all these bits and then you up. We started you up and they were like, we want to do a live show. I was like. Let's bring over J-Train. So we started adding elements of you up to the live show. So we do Dating at Makeovers. We do text translations deal reveal where someone will put their text up on the big screen and Jordan and I will act out the text. Uh-huh. And you don't know how stupid and funny you sound until you read your text out loud Absolutely. in front of a group of people. So that adds energy. We play Red Flag Deal Breaker where it's like one thing happens. Is it a red flag? You're okay with it, but you move on. Or is it a deal breaker? You end the relationship. We, we play that. And then we do um, audience questions, but now people can text them in so they can do it anonymously.
0: Oh, and they do it during the show, obviously. In the
1: beginning of the show, we have a phone number up. So we start with an email, listener email, we kind of like warm up with that, and then we go to... Dating at makeovers, deal reveal, then the red flag deal breaker. Oh, and we do awkward sex. We People send in their awkward sex stories. And then we talk <laughs> about whether we've had a similar situation. We would do it. We would go back, you know, whatever. And then at the end, we're answering audience questions. Like in Chicago, we had someone go, yeah, my boyfriend who's right next to me says he won't, uh, is moving to California. And he won't plan FaceTime. Like when we're going to FaceTime. And I was like, are you guys here? And she's like, yeah. And he's sitting there just like curled up. And I'm like, you don't want FaceTime. You want to know when your first trip is. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, you don't fucking – you just want to know that he cares enough to make a plan. Yeah, exactly. And so I got the whole crowd uh, chanting, uh, book the flight. And and this guy just goes – I was like, you're gonna do it? He goes, Ah, yeah, we'll see. Like he's just like annoyed. <laughs> he's like, You fucking piece of shit. I had my out. I was gonna go to the show, then go to LA and fucking tell her the distance was too much. And then <laughs> you know, like I knew his plan. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, just exactly. so funny. That's freaking awesome. So that's great. So we do that. So the live shows are like there's energy, it's fun, it's totally different than stand up. It's more stressful because stand up, you know, I know the good live shows, but even when the the shows don't feel as good to me. Like I know everyone's having fun. Like yeah. it's just a different type of, of watcher. Like it's more
0: like an improv show, right? Cause so things, way more like things can go
1: wrong. Yes. And it's, they do and Yeah, usually. And, <laughs> and also like, you know, the audience is like, they're so also podcast is a lonely thing to listen to. You're alone. It's the only thing that you're inside of someone's body while they do it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they're used to listening alone. You know, they're not used to listening with a crowd stand up. You get the crowd going, they start to feel what it is. Yeah. With a podcast show, there's, we, we open middle and close. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a life to all the shows and they're fun and we're doing, so that's why I'm here. It's doing LA show on Tuesday and then we're going up the West coast and Texas. Yeah. What's
0: uh what's the craziest sort of story or email that you've gotten in for the show? Like either sex story or Uh, something that just like really stuck with you.
1: This is one that it stuck with me. We had a girl. I love this one. I love the podcast because I, I call it the the podcast of uncomfortable conversations had comfortably. Yeah. Because it's really easy to yell people down for taking the side of the undefendable. Yes. Like undefendable, indefendable. I don't know. That
0: makes sense. I get so, it.
1: So there was a woman who wrote in, seeing a guy 10 months. Okay. 10 months. I'm a 10-monther usually. I usually end things after 10 months. So I, <laughs> I see where this is going. She's like... My boyfriend and I, we've been together 10 months. There's, and you know what's so interesting? Like she sent these in and I know where she thinks I might say she sounds crazy. So she goes, she tells us that she, she, he has three condoms that have been under the sink or in the drawer since they started dating. That's a very normal thing to notice that there's three condoms. And she goes, we don't use condoms anymore. But those three condoms have stayed in this one spot throughout the relationship. Yes. And, and she's not crazy for noticing. She also isn't crazy for noticing that they moved. They moved location? They moved location. Or they're gone. They're in his dob kit. His... He's going to a bachelor party in New Orleans. (laughs) The condoms that she always knew to be in this one spot have now moved from the drawer to his portable to his uh, toiletry kit. Yes. Now, what what does she do? I I've been with him ten months. Wow. He's going to New Orleans. The condoms. He's not. I there's still three condoms. I know he hasn't fucked anybody, but he did think enough. To bring condoms, yes, to his New Orleans bachelor party, is he going to cheat? Is he going? And and it's one of those things. I'm looking at you right now. The the noise you just made tells me everything. You yeah. understand that guy, like where he he's un he's indefensible. You you it's tough to defend his actions yes, because yes, but I know I, I I'd love to hear what you think, but I think. What do you think? What, well, I will, would you I will say this. I will say this. You're right.
0: It is undefendable. Yep. Or indefensible. The indefensible. Words. maybe that. But the yeah. at the same time, there is something something bizarrely kind of naive and semi innocent about the fact that like these three condoms. He, as opposed, like if he was really shady and mm. he was on his pimp game, he just.
1: Buys condoms in fucking New Orleans. Exactly, and he so said there's that his, something kind of
0: innocent and like <laughs> stupid about <laughs> it.
1: Stupid. His response was like he's so used to packing condoms for bachelor parties that's why he did it. And I'm like, that's a tough that's a that's tough, tough road to tough go stuff. as a lie, but it's also maybe it's so honest. But I I'm, I'm totally with you. I said very similarly. I also said, and I I, I want to know if you agree with this or not. I was like, he genuinely likes you. Yeah, I think he likes you. I think he enjoys you as a partner in the way that 10-month people do. Yes. I also think that he doesn't know where this is going. I also think he's not going there to fuck someone. I don't think he's got... He didn't change his location on a dating app to New Orleans a month ago to try and see if he could set up some fucking poon. Yeah. I don't think that either. Yeah. I do think... That if there was a situation where he would fuck with no consequences and and someone came up to him and was like, let me blow you in this alley. He'd go, all right, no one's going to find out. I do think that. Absolutely. So I think that's why he's bringing the condoms. I think he doesn't think it he thinks he can shower this off when he gets home he's gonna feel bad but he's in new orleans he doesn't know what's gonna happen yeah and it's like it's this is the ego of a man when guys write to you on a dating app why are you here they do that because they think there's a small chance you write to blow you <laughs> that's why they write that to yeah fucking suss out the person who's here to just blow me yeah <laughs> and that's that ego is also why he brought the condoms and i go I can't tell you not to dump him. Yeah, I, I can't say that to you. I can say it's not as evil and maniacal and, not and looking all. to cheat as you as it
0: feels. Because the, the the more evil thing a would be either to buy condoms down there or to be like I'm not going to wear a condom with you. I'm just going to pull out with these New Orleans bitches. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's, there's something about I, the fact that he's being responsible. There's for something there. Condoms.
1: Yeah, and and I she wrote it again. They broke up. Um, uh-huh. But I thought that email email was like the perfect. Um, microcosm of like dating today because we're in all these loose loosely titled relationships. She's yeah. you know, we're together 10 months. We didn't have the talk, but I know we have already talked about not fucking other people. I've seen the condoms like it's very this day, like it very it's very much of this moment. I don't know where we go from here. I don't know if it gets different you know, 30 years from now it might be totally different. We might be go, yeah, we just all fuck everybody and every there's no gay, there's no straight, just dicks and vaginas and tits all over the but. We don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But we're here now, and <laughs> it's a tough place to like defend that guy. But I love the idea of like being in a place where you can go, Well, I've been 10 months in and I've gone on trips where I know I'm with that person, but if fucking I don't know how crazy this is gonna get. And I don't know, men do what men do, and, yeah. and, and I I don't know. Yeah. And so I, I that's why it hit with me, you know? Like yeah, that's that is a tough one too. It's tough. It's tough to defend that guy, but and it's also tough, you know, for D- women To vilify that guy too as well. It's I like, fell from just in the same noise you made you. All, I did yeah. the same thing. I'm like ah, tough one, bro. You know, like
0: yeah. dude, oh. Because if I were doing
1: it, <laughs> I would just
0: got, I would have left the condoms there. Got to New Orleans. And yeah. then like what but it doesn't mean I wouldn't
1: have fucked we don't know. In New well, Orleans. the other thing is in this day and age, there's just no way to not to lie to people. It's very yeah, tough man. to lie. Like you could have a family in another state 30 years ago easily. Yeah. Can you believe people got people caught? People had two families back Co- in the day. How did people ever get caught? That's how lazy people were. <laughs> Can you imagine lipstick on the collar was an actual like thing? <laughs> And we're Glitter we are a, on your pants. You, you know how they like say the NBA? This isn't a bit. I know it sounds like a bit, but I'm thinking about this a lot. Like, you know, like they show NBA from like the 1950s and it's like yeah. little white guys run around and then you see Tate like, today, yeah, and then like LeBron's like dunking today. And then that's what we are. That's what men have to be as cheaters. <laughs> you
0: know, like you if you were to be the LeBron James of cheaters, if you yeah. went to the
1: 50s and 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 we're like and saw a guy. Coming home with lipstick on his clock, you'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you know what I'm doing? I have seven phones. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you know what I'm going through. Like I'm not saying I'm doing this, but it, like I'm saying yes. for my girlfriend who's listening, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying like in this day and age, like it's all out there. You yes. can go and look at the f- the, f- the the. You can meet a guy on Tinder, mm-hmm. uh, Bumble, Hinge, whatever you choose. Meet a guy on a dating app." Find him on Instagram. Yeah. See who he follows and know exactly what type of porn he watches. Yes. Before even meeting. Yeah. You could know, oh, he likes big butts. Yeah. There it is. This is a butt guy. And the truth is, and this is awful to say,
0: I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> if you want to like, if you're worried about your guy cheating or whatever, and he is on Instagram, mm. all you have to do, if you're that woman, and hopefully you're not that woman, sure, is look who com- look at the women who comment on his photos and That's just message them. Are you fucking my boyfriend? <laughs> if you message ten of them, there's a solid
1: chance one of them is gonna be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, every day, every we he DMs me all the time. I, I, it's so it's like it's almost like one of those things where it's like there's no reason. Like we live in an age where you don't have to get married at 22 because the pastor told you to. <laughs> so you know, don't do that to people. But you know, it's really it's all out there. You have to deal with uncomfortable shit. You have to deal with the idea that like someone. Uh, that you've been seeing a month in bed with a month seeing a dating app notification pop on their phone and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Those are the waters you swim in. You, you know, you're in the shark tank. So like, and that's hard. That's you're telling people to, to go against, uh, like human nature of jealousy and all that shit. So,
0: yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, I do want to, before you, before my phone's drinking, before you go, I do want to, uh, sort of bring up The the Bachelor a little oh, bit. Oh, please. I do want Bachelor. Because that... Um, <laughs> it seems like that's something that sort of really kind
1: of blew you up in terms of social media. And I don't, I don't know how that came about. So, so it was the podcast and then the people from the podcast are all... Like, you know, it's like... Uh, complimentary goods. Uh-huh. You know, like when you buy toothpaste, you buy a toothbrush. Yeah. So when you follow Betches, you also like The Bachelor. Okay. I've always loved reality TV, like... Since, like, since it first started, like, like Joe Millionaire, you, I used to watch all this shit. Like, I, I, I've been watching reality TV my whole life. Yeah, I've always like dabbled in every show. Like, I'll yeah. give every show a chance, and then like, The Bachelor. I started live tweeting it. My brother and I lived together. My brother, two straight dudes sitting shirtless <laughs> on a Monday night, and we just started. I started live tweeting The Bachelor, and we were, and I was, you know, sitting next to him, and we're laughing about it, and then I do these previews for Batches where I would basically like they would give the the picture, the name, the age, and what they did and where they were from. And I would just make fun of that information. Then they started doing interviews. So I had more to make fun of. So I do a preview every season. And yeah. then this year, I I had to take a little bit of a leap, as, as dumb as that sounds. I used to live tweet and I was very happy doing it. And, and people liked it. But I was like, man, I think this would work on Instagram stories. I think this would be... So I started doing movies where I'd watch movies called Dudes Watching Rom-Coms. Yeah. Where I'd watch Rom-Coms and I'd yell at them as they went on, ones that people loved. Yeah. And people really liked that. So I was like, what if I did Dudes Watching Rom-Coms but for The Bachelor Bachelorette? So I did the last episode of this. Se- I'd always been live tweeting it. And there's a bunch of people who do live tweet it. Like I was in a group of people that did that. And then I was like, "I Instagram stories is just more stand-up-y. Yeah. It's more personality it's more you're sitting on the couch with me so i did the last episode of the bachelor this season then i did the whole season of the bachelorette uh over instagram stories and it made people want to go to shows because they were like oh wow i can hear you twitter no one attaches a name to a tweet no one attaches Mm -hmm. a personality to a tweet it just doesn't your brain doesn't function that way stories and someone told me david spade and then i started looking oh it's like oh it's david spade and i are the two yeah. dudes doing this? And then yeah. a, a bunch of women do it. A bunch of former contestants do it. But no comedian. You know, like, I was like, oh, shit. People fucking loved it. My shares, like, you see the share numbers. Crazy. And I love doing it. I, I, I my girlfriend fucking hates it because it's like it takes three hours of yelling because it's a two hour show but I'm like rewinding I'm fucking up lines and I'm like oh fuck I fucked up deleting it has to be 15 seconds 15 seconds it's yeah. gotta be 15 seconds I want to be set a punch yeah. so I wanted it to be so funny I put a lot of fucking work and I remember I was like maybe I'll do Bachelor in Paradise and she looked at me she's like started like tearing up she's like please this is like the one night you take off and I just sit there quietly the whole time I'm screaming at the TV so like if you go up my story my highlights right now the whole season of the bachelor up uh, is up right now. Yeah. Um, it's I enjoy doing it. So yeah. I I love it and I love the show and I I love t- like getting into the nuances of it and like I and I like getting serious about it and I do reviews after like the season and I like I really get into it and I've had some of the contestants on the show and Colton, who was the bachelor, came on a live podcast. He was the one that was the virgin. I made fun of him and he was so nice and so funny. And then, so I really just enjoy the show and I, and I, it's gotten people to come to shows because they're like, oh, I laugh at your voice. So you must be funny in person. Like, you know, and then they like, and people share it and I'm like gearing up right now. Like the season starts at the new year and I'm like. Warming myself up, like I'm preparing for it, like as if it's like my TV show, like yeah, for sure, the, and it's getting viewers, like it gets a lot of numbers. So I'm like, they're pe- so I get like nervous, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like it's also improv, like yeah, I'm for not sure. writing out these jokes, like I I try to write out certain things that I want to get in, yeah, but you don't know what's gonna come up, so and I don't get like sent them ahead of time. I mean, I, I just like it's it's like it's an amazing breakthrough as far as like what makes people enjoy laughing with you. And I yeah. love, you know, like, and that's all we want it's to do. All, yeah.
0: Well, it's all about engagement now, like finding the trick to engagement. Yeah. It sounds like you cracked a code for, for what I guess.
1: I, I, I just, I really do enjoy doing it. And like when people are like, you know, and people tag their friends are like, you got to see what this guy's <laughs> fucking saying. And I'm like, to me, this is how I watch TV. Like yeah. I've been yelling at TVs, Every girlfriend I've ever had, I've been like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, but this guy. This you know, is like, the best. And I'm yeah. like, now I can do it without being told to shut the now fuck up. Now it's your job. Now it's, yeah, this is a job now. Like, we're looking for sponsors and shit. Like, yeah. And I'm like, find a sponsor that, like, we can seamlessly work it. Like, I want this to be a fucking thing. And I, like, I love doing it. Like, I'm a fan of David Spade. Like, I, like, saw him do stand-up for the first time, like, I didn't know, like I did. I just knew him from like Saturday Live and the movies, sure. and I always thought he was funny. And then I saw his stand up like years ago at the store, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's like fucking a dude! Like he's fun. He's yeah. funny as shit. Like he's like it felt like I was hanging out with him. So like I can understand why he's so good at it. Yeah, too, because it it's the way he is. It's so I I kind of I look up to him in that sense. Yeah, I, and I. Uh, but I also like I didn't know he did it. Like and so. It's been cool to have people like tag him, tag me. he's probably he doesn't see it, but I'm it's kinda cool.
0: Yeah, but, man. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And um so you're you're uh, we we got we gotta get you out of here, because then you got another thing because he's so popular so we established. <laughs> um what do we uh what do we got coming up in the future? Just, you got the
1: next season? I got obviously. the next season of the Bachelor. Um at Jared Fried on Instagram. That's like where I do everything. So yeah. if Instagram disappears tomorrow, I'm a nobody. But I, uh, <laughs> no, the podcast is J Train Podcast. Uh, the other one is You Up Podcast. Um, yeah, it's uh, I I I spend my weeks not shutting up. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's my literal dream. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on. That's you know, it, man. Hey, but, uh, I'm dude, so glad I bumped into you, so you at the at
0: the Veggie Grill. I'm so you could you couldn't duck me. <laughs> And dude, you're great. You're what, hilarious. Dude, it's so good
1: to see you, man. So good to I, see I you. I love it. It's Jared Jared so, thank you for having me. Of course, man. Have a good night.
0: Signing off. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh, after laugh, man.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>